been nine months, has it? Nine months, yeah. Wow. Oh, we could dang. have a pod baby. You wouldn't know who that other person was that was <laughs> yeah, speaking because yeah, yeah, we yeah. haven't introduced them yet. We have El Presidente of the Attack Club. Be heard. Oh, thank you. I'm honoured. <laughs> we, we we have the president of the uh, of the of the. Oh, I better stop music. Here. I'm gonna keep it that. rolling. This I like it. I like <laughs> it. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. You should have seen the entourage that he turned up with today. Yeah, we've like, had, we've had to leave them out the yeah, studio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, One and a half meters apart. Tiny little triathletes <laughs> with palms, uh, just waving them as he entered and throwing petals onto the ground. I mean, you didn't have room for the helicopters. <laughs> You're listening to Attack the Pod, a podcast with news, views, and how-tos inspired by Amsterdam's biggest, biggest best, best, and most international triathlon and cycling club with your hosts, Neil and Matt. We're on podcast number nine. Um, I'm Neil, your co-host with Matt. And we have a special guest with us. We are privileged. <laughs> we have the president, the current, the sitting president of Attack, uh, Christian, is with us to join the podcast. And actually, we, we thought you'd be a... Well, we've wanted to get you on the pod for a while, but we thought we'd try and tie it into something. And mm-hmm. the theme of this podcast is actually going to be about finding motivation motivation and testing times, which I think is very relevant. Yeah. As it has been for every pod we've done, because we seem to be getting tested every month as more restrictions come in. But I'm going to keep my COVID right. And we have to try and keep relevant about what's <laughs> happening at Attack when nothing's really <laughs> happening for anyone. So let's so, test. Um, so yeah, we thought it'd be great. And you you, you did a great, you, you were a great example of finding motivation in testing times when you went to Sydney, was it? I did, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. And we'll, we'll talk about that later. But we thought it'd be good to, to get you on. So welcome to the show. What we've got coming up in the episode, the usual stuff, we'll have a maybe some rants. We'll get to know Christian a bit. Uh, we're going to um, talk about how we find motivation and how we deal with it and yep. um, some tips maybe. And Christian can give us your, your insight to that. Uh, and then where you should be at, you know, in this this uh, this point in your training uh, <laughs> year. Although, <laughs> <laughs> on that, let's, uh, let's do it. thought we'd start with getting to know you a little bit, Christian. So you've listened to some of the previous podcasts, right? Mm, I have. Yeah, you know how this goes. And if you don't, then more fill you, because everyone that listens, all three listeners know. I forgot about this. (laughs) Now, I think you've got off pretty lightly. We're going to do a very quick fire round with you. And... uh, I need to put my glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> We've just been talking about how we're all getting older and needing glasses. So uh, mainly me, but yeah. Um, let me bring the light. Brings over. the light over as well. <laughs> I'm making my life easier. Do you right? need to bring a blanket for your knees? You know, there's a blanket on the couch. Sometimes I go for a little snooze when I'm in the office. <laughs> so there's actually a blanket on the couch. But if I do that, I will fall asleep. Right, Christian, tell us where are you originally from? I'm from Sydney. Australia. 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 I've got Australia. to say, G'day, mate. Australia, mate. <laughs> I had to do it. Um, how long have you been in Amsterdam? Ooh, since uh, 2015. 2015. Oh, yeah. How did you start doing triathlon? Well, it was when I, uh, I moved to, to Amsterdam. Um, I got into cycling because, you know, that's kind of what you, you do, do here. Yeah. Um, the weather... It can be average here, right? So what I, a nice uh, way to <laughs> see shit. <laughs> well, 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 coming from Sydney, it didn't quite meet uh, my, my usual expectations. So uh, <laughs> I, I invested in a in an indoor trainer, right, to get to get oh. some cycling done in, inside. And um, 
So when did you come? What month did you arrive here? March. You came here in March, yeah. right? Yeah. You thought everyone's cycling and yeah. you went on the trainer from March. You didn't go outside originally, initially. Well, I mean, I was cycling to work and that, and that sort of thing. So uh, I was doing that. But um, And then I started to get into the roads. I had a road bike from, from Australia, yeah. but I wasn't quite into it. Um, Gosh, how fucked you must have been when winter actually <laughs> happened. <Yeah. laughs> if it was too cold for you in March and you're like, I'm going to hit the trainer, I, I do not want to know what you must have been thinking when it came to yeah. October. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and that got you into triathlon. And then, so how did you find the club then? Google. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. just 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 looked it up. Um, so I, I think I did, I did my first uh, triathlon in 2016 in Mallorca. I did the the half half there with my cousin from. Uh, what from a place London. to start! You yeah, know, not bad. First nice triathlon's a half in Mallorca, which <laughs> yeah. is completely sold out. Well, I'm not sure it'll be going ahead, but uh, that's uh, We're pretty uh, sure it's not going ahead. It disappeared yeah. off the calendar and then came back uh, again this year and is disappearing again. But yeah. I think it's been postponed to later in the year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was it was it was brutal. It was the weather in Mallorca. It was just. Shocking. It was like worse than Amsterdam. I think on the day it was. For real? Like, yeah, yeah. It was like 12 degrees. It was raining. <laughs> I'd be wanting my money back. I, I mean, it was like, I, I chose it because it was meant to be sunny. And, yeah, yeah. And, and it's and New okay. But um, yeah, literally, you know, because there's, there's some hills there, right? Yeah. You, you climb some some mountains and there are people dropping out with hypothermia up the top. Oh, really? wow. Hills, yeah. In yeah, Mallorca? So, yeah. I think you mentioned that actually when uh, someone talked about it in the WhatsApp group. But uh, we, can, we can maybe come back to that. What's your favorite training set? So now you're a triathlete. You, you, You've done many triathlons or? Yeah, I've done quite a few. Done a few. Yep. Yeah, yep. What's your favorite sort of training session? Favorite session is, I think, the, the long zone two ride. Is, oh, really? Is, yeah, yeah. Just, is that because you, you're on the trainer, of course, <laughs> in March? Exactly. And, you're, you're, on the, you're on the trainer. It's, it's two hours or, or more, perhaps. And, uh, you know, you can settle into a nice Netflix uh, yeah. show or something yeah. and, uh, and go. But, but also outdoors, you know, it's, I love a long ride. So yeah, that's yeah. true. Good way yeah. to get to explore and Absolutely. see the country. Yeah. yeah. Favorite race? My favorite race. Uh, well, I, I've got to say it's, it's my my one and only Ironman. Uh, I did Italy in uh, 2019. Ah, okay. Uh, what what where where in Italy? Ooh, Emilia Romagna. Okay. So there. Yeah. What what did you like about it? Uh, it was just like the culmination of just getting the training done yeah. uh, and, and uh, having good a bit crowds. of a, good crowds. Yeah. Having a bit of a plan and, and executing on it nicely, um, you know, for me. Uh, and then, you know, the atmosphere there is just amazing. And you had yeah. the weather that you were supposed to get in Mallorca, I guess. The weather was better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> There's something nice. kind of special about like accumulating in a big race. Yeah. Like, like feeling like the training's for something. Exactly. Yeah. The, like you've got all those local races, which is great. Yeah. And really valid and, and really fun to do. Yeah. But the idea of like traveling somewhere, yeah, having oh, the whole yeah. weekend there yeah. and, yeah. and the whole, like, I'm sure we'll get onto some Iron Man bashing at some point, but <laughs> the, the, they put on a good show. Yeah. They do. I've so, only done yeah. one uh, half yeah. and it was an Iron Man and uh, I, I, I just, it just is etched in your memory for, for many reasons. Yeah. Everything yeah. was positive about it. Yeah. Even though it's the hardest I've probably ever worked. It was such a positive experience. Yeah. And I felt emotional at the end, which is weird. I had this discussion with uh, Ian, Ian Niblock. He, he'd done an event in Scotland a year or two ago. He's like, he's, he's like, Neil, see at the end of it. I felt quite emotional and I don't know why. And I was like, so did I yeah. when I done that. I can't explain why, but it felt that sort of a, and it might be everything sort of coming to a head. I think so, yeah. They're, they're yeah. quite stressful as well because you, you, you've you gone through all the logistics of actually mm. getting there and, yeah. and sorting yourself out and, and yeah. all the training that goes 
I did uh, not see yeah. just. I, I think it's a little bit of relief as yeah. well there uh, that it's all gone. Absolutely. It's all gone yeah. well. And yeah. I didn't sleep the night before at all. No. I just <laughs> did not sleep. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I think there's also just like the pain. Yeah. <laughs> like, Actually, like, yeah. When that stops, you're like, oh, thank God. Yeah, <laughs> I, it wasn't. Yeah, it's a strange thing because it's the hardest that probably worked, but it didn't feel hard looking yeah. back. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, yeah. so um, tell us. Uh, so when have you, how long have you been El Presidente for uh, Attack? Ooh, uh, one year now. One yep. year? What yep. made yep. you want to do that? Now, so I don't know the reasons, but <laughs> any club I've been in, it's usually because they can't find anyone. <laughs> Someone's like, that's <laughs> harsh. Oh, right. I'll do it. It wasn't that, was it? Tell us it wasn't that. Well, I... I, I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think well, it, I could say it was because yeah, Yoss asked me to. Um, but, nice. but but you know, really, you know, I think the the, the club has has given me so much, and yeah. you know, the least I could do is give something yeah, back. Give something back, which we all appreciate. Uh, would have loved to have given more back uh, in the last year, but uh, <laughs> it is what it is. That's life, right? Yeah. Easiest, uh, easiest year that is. Right, quick fire round: Adelaide or Melbourne? Melbourne. Melbourne or Sydney? Sydney. Are you from Sydney? Sydney. Oh, and he hesitated there. I hope yeah. none of your friends or family are listening. I think he wanted to say yeah. Melbourne, but he's like, no, I'm going to have to say Sydney. <laughs> it, it, it's a bit of a depends, but Sydney, just from sheer beauty and, yeah. and the, the harbour, yeah, let's yeah, let's go with that. Ollie Bowen or Bitter Bowen? Uh, bitter Bowen. Ah, okay. Spring, class, spring Classic or Grand Tour? Grand Tour. Now... I thought this would be an obvious one, but here the, to the, the the next one. But hearing how you had a turbo trainer in March, open water or swimming pool? Open water. Ooh, mm-hmm. oh, surprising! Mm-hmm. Sprinter, Ironman. I, I like them both for different reasons. Uh, yeah, one I, answer. Sprint, actually. Sprint. I, I prefer. I'm with you on, in on some my ways. Day to day. It's yeah, just, I love the. Uh, I love really doing the the local series. Yeah, you know? just just turning up on a weekend. Uh, and and having a hit out, there's there's no pressure, so you can sort of push yourself a little. It's bit. It's also and, only about thirty yeah. bucks. It's thirty bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's whatever. <laughs> I don't. Oh, we'll come on to that. And you like, can turn up in the morning. You don't. It have doesn't to sort of like before, affect yeah. your whole weekend. Yeah, like exactly. you can yeah. you can kind of do the race and then go yeah. about your day. Yeah. And you can have a beer later on and yeah. feel like you've earned it. <laughs> well, you definitely do that after an Ironman, though. To be fair. <laughs> no, that's yeah. true. That's but true. I, I also just like balls to the wall racing is good fun. When it's just like all out, let's just like smash yourself to bits. Essentially, absolutely. Yeah, and I had a few good seasons because they were running, you know, every couple of weeks, you, yeah. could, you could race and I was doing that. So I did, you yeah. know, eight and it's just, just fun. Yeah. And you sort of race yourself into some fitness. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So that was that. Good to get to know more about you there. I'm sure um, some people hear stuff they haven't heard before. Let's come on to some shout outs. Um, feedback. We've not had any feedback. No feedback whatsoever. Listen, attack people. That's bullshit. Give us more feedback, good or bad. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about my language. (laughs) (laughs) Is is anyone listening? (laughs) That's the problem. Are we 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 throwing this out into zero? (laughs) What are the numbers like? Did you press record? (laughs) We do get we do get a decent listenership given the member base. We do Mm. get a really good. uh, We haven't even had Charlie with uh, any any comments about the audio quality. Charlie, maybe we nailed that. Maybe we nailed that. Not that, that drunken phone call he got. <laughs> I bet he's not forgotten about it. Sorry, Charlie. Um, no, so in all seriousness, if there's any feedback, good or bad, or things you miss or you want to hear, just let us know. Um, you can let us know on WhatsApp or in, or let Christian know. <laughs> let anyone know and it will get back to us somehow. Um, 
Any rants? Matt, I mean, you're always a good one to start with. Well, it seems the last one was somewhat controversial with the uh, <laughs> men running with tights underneath shorts. Yeah, I still think it's ridiculous. Yeah, Christian, where do you stand on this? I wear the shorts. Oh, wear the tights. Oh. I've got a funny story for you. I've never done it. So I was in the car uh, driving through <laughs> Amsterdam, coming back for the expat shop, which is like a, a twice weekly occurrence for me. It's my only comfort in this uh, pandemic. Um, and then I had stopped at the zebra crossing or whatever you call it here, I don't know. And this guy's walking across with his tights and his shorts on. And I was like, oh, this is classic. So I pushed the wee button on my dash cam. I've got a dash cam because the drivers here are so yeah. shit. Pushed the wee button uh, to save it. I was going to send it on. To, <laughs> I was going to send it on to the WhatsApp group and I, could, I forgot to do it. But hopefully it's still there. If it is, I'm going to let everyone see that. And I'll blank the guy's face out. I'll put my face on it for a while. <laughs> and um, yeah, but, so but it, in, in my defence, you know, I, I, before I came to Amsterdam, I'd never trained in anything other than shorts and a t-shirt. So, right, so I, tell I had us, to adjust to this. You so know, there was cold a weather. long there was yeah. a long discussion about this. Tell us why you do it. I think it's a, it's like a bit of modesty, you know. No, right. no one needs to see that, right? Uh, you know? that's and true. Uh, I mean, I think you should you should make the effort to maybe try and match a bit, you know. So it's, <laughs> you know the colours don't clash too much. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but you are a, a seasoned shorts over the tights kind of kind of person. Yeah, shamelessly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Luis uh, sort of got in touch afterwards and said he was a short over tight wearer, yeah. and the discussion was, you know, why would you do this? And he uh, he he said about like he needed to carry things, so he needed pockets. My explanation, well, my answer to that is you get tights with pockets in them. Yeah, all yeah. mine have. So yeah, have all of them do. How many pockets key, do you need? And occasionally yeah. a gel. So and Luis also always runs with a with a, a vest. A vest on. Yeah. So, Lewis, you're how a, much are you carrying, Luis? Where are you going? <laughs> you know, Christian here has. I a know bit he does of long a, runs. But bit of an honest answer, right? He's yeah. saying, you know, modesty. I'm hiding it. I mean, <laughs> if that's modesty, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, he, he's got. A, <laughs> Other reasons. I'll be honest, if it's cold enough for me to run, <laughs> I'm not hiding anything anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe that's why we don't need them. So. Yeah, we yeah. don't need them. But Lewis, your 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 excuse is just that. It's an excuse. I'm sorry. It's not to hold stuff. Mm -hmm. So that, that yeah. one we're not allowing. Christian, we'll give you a pass on that. And then the other rant, well, it's sort of a it's not any one in particular, it's sort of like a thing. How hard is it or uh, it's really difficult to get to the bottom of going tubeless. Oh yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I made the commitment. I was like, I'm going to do it. I know that my, I got wheels or uh, some wheels on a new bike last year. I know they're tubeless ready wheels. So I was like, okay, I'm ready, ready to take, take the leap. Let's <laughs> break this down for the layman, right? Yeah. So I, I'll say how it usually and has been for God knows how many years on a bike, you have a tire and you have a tube. The mm -hmm. tube goes inside the bike, you pump the tube up. And that gives you your 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 pressure, your your um, yep. your surface. And if you get time. a flat tire, it's the tube inside. Which yeah. Needs. If, you, if you are Brian, you will repair the puncture either there or at home, and have about seven uh, repairs on that tube. If you're me, I'll just put a new tube in and bend the tube. So, yeah. like most people, Brian, FYI, mm -hmm. Brian, good that is for anyone listening. He repairs all his punctures, right? Anyway. So what you're saying is to go tubeless is to take the tube out of the equation and you have special tires that have to That's be right. sealed. You run tubeless, right? Oh, yes. On yes. Two of my bikes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. So do you want to dive into what, what is tubeless? Maybe just explain that. Oh, uh, do I understand it? Um, well, effectively, you're 
we, we, we get rid of the inner tube. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Did I not just do that? I mean, it's my explanation that shite. No, you explain what it, you're explaining what the normal one is. I was I was sort of looking for the experience of someone who has tubeless and like what, what that thing is to, to own it. To be fair, yeah, you'll do a better it. job than I attempted to, clearly. So let us know what tubeless is, Chris. It's not as easy as it sounds. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so get, getting rid of that inner tube, so... Hence the name tubeless, uh, and then um, you know I think the whole key of it, right, is that there's a really tight seal between yeah. the the rim and and the tire, right, to to hold the air in. So um, that's where the difficulty comes. That's where the faffing comes in, in the ownership. It's yeah. sealing the it's it's sealing. Sealing. So so here's the thing. I've got these wheels. I know they're tubeless ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm ready to make the leap. So I was like, okay, you need firstly you need rim tape, right? So you need to make sure there's tape on the inside, which essentially makes sure that, that the holes where the spokes come through aren't holes anymore. But every wheel has, should have that. Should it might not be airtight. Ah, oh, of so, course. It so might on just a tube, it might just be, uh, right it might be more of a cloth yeah, or, yeah, or yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, understood. Yeah. And then you uh, put your wheel on, then you, you put sealant inside. So this is like in car tires now where if, well, the idea being that if you get a small puncture, it, 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 sorry, fills itself. The sealant will find the hole as the air is forced out. It will block the hole. It will dry. And then you don't have a puncture anymore. Yeah. Right. These are the, this is the theory. So I'm, I'm, I was, that's I, the advantage. Yeah, well, and then there's other advantages. So we can come on to them if you want. You can, just, you can for run anyone it less. less might be thinking, yeah. Why go to this hassle? So you don't need to carry spares in theory. Right. Um, you're not going to get, you shouldn't get a flat, which is going to stop your ride in in the way that you would with a tube, a tire, and then you can run it at a lower uh, rolling, uh, sorry, a lower PSI. And for a race, this could be key as well. This is my thought, especially for kind of Ironman racing or something Mm -hmm. where touch wood, I've only had one flat in an Ironman. It was sort of 10K towards the end and I just rode a, I had, done, I had done a sprint really in Almira and it was the exact same. Yeah. I just rode, I rode the rim. Yeah. Uh, I actually It'd didn't realise until I got, yeah, until I got most of the way back and then was like, oh shit, I'm just yeah. going to carry on now. But I was wondering why it was so slow for the last 5k away. My, uh, my split kind of went all the way down. But um, so that's the advantage. And then also just sort of general riding, it, it maybe a bit of peace of mind there. Yeah. Right. But yeah, so... The wheel's ready. So I looked into the tape. Okay, there's already tape on there. Fine. You need a specific valve. I've got the valve now. Okay, good to go. <laughs> Ordered the sealant. Excellent. So I'm ready to go. I'm like, okay, I've sort of watched videos on how to do it because it's kind of a bit of a faff and a bit specific. Then the tires that they gave me on tubeless ready tires <laughs> on the tubeless ready wheels. <laughs> So now it's annoying. it's annoying. So why would someone provide you? Why would a manufacturer provide you with tube? Like make a big deal about Just giving you tubeless ready wheels, but not tubeless ready to tires. save money, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, they basically it's like when you used to get HD ready televisions and all this kind of stuff. You had to buy something else to actually take advantage yeah. of it. It must be the same thing. But I'm sure that it, the upside's going to be worth it. It's just sort of all these steps to get there. Yeah. And, 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 I'm almost, and I'm, when I realized that I needed tubeless ready tires and they weren't on there, <laughs> actually my tires aren't bad. So I'm way too tight to then go ahead and They're not cheap replace the tires. tires. So, yeah, yeah. No. so now yeah. uh, it's on the back burner. I haven't done it. <laughs> oh, so you're not going to do it. <laughs> I will do it. When he needs new tires, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, or when he does his Ironman this year and he gets a puncture and he's like, I knew I should have done it. Should have done it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd consider it for the Ironman. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, it's an insurance policy. So yeah. I've got a question. I've heard or people say that it can be hard to travel with. Mm. But why? Because they were saying, well, because you have to release the pressure out the tyre. And they're saying it could just be a mess. But I'm wondering why you wouldn't just take it down like 10 PSI or something to travel. I mean, I don't, I don't have an issue taking pressure out of my tyres. I have it in my CX bike and uh, yeah. we take pressure out all the time, you know, so. Yeah, no, they were just saying that, like, or I've seen a few ends, people yeah. talking about when you take the pressure out, like, or if you take so too much, like, it can slap around in the bike box and stuff and it yeah, can I, just I be. I guess yeah. the idea is if it's, if it's not it got anything holding it. The is a big it. mess. <clears throat> if yeah. it's not got anything yeah. holding it with some sort of structure, yeah. then it's probably but that's reliable what I'm, I'm wondering, like, do you really, that's what I'm thinking. Then just drain right? it. Yeah. yeah, you don't need to, you don't need to, well, you could drain it first yeah. and just yeah. do it there as well, yeah. Or, or I'm thinking you just, you don't need to go totally flat to travel, right? You can just. I don't think, I'll be honest, I don't think I've ever wet my tires different off travel. I, I don't normally <laughs> let them down all the way just because I'm thinking like a little bit of extra kind of structure to the bike. You know, like yeah. if you get a bump or something, better yeah. it's on that than straight onto yeah. a carbon rim or something. So yeah. I've just been so lucky with air pressure and um, now that I've said this, obviously I'm going to get a multitude of problems. But travelling, you know, races, just general cycling, you know, what pressure do I put my tires at? It's something for me that has always just been a feeling. I mean, I've been cycling since I was, 15 or something mm -hmm. in some in some form and i remember having a discussion recently with someone i think it was brian about pressures and i was just like i, I don't know i just pump them up i don't know i don't release them when the weather changes i don't do that i, I just pump my tires up till it feels like it's good and i go and that and 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 i've never really yeah. i do don't don't get me wrong i do look at the gauge and i have an idea but it's not what the books say do you know what i mean and i never have problems like I, my bike right now i know I'm, I'm i shouldn't be saying this i've had my bike now five years i've never had a puncture that's so, pretty good. I know. I, I just maybe I don't say. I was going to say. I never yeah, go out. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I, I think I've been. I think I've been quite lucky. I ride. I ride the home trainer three, four times a day. <laughs> never had a rear puncture. <laughs> never pumped yeah. them up either. No, no, I, I really think though. Like, I had one, one wheel, and and I went through so many uh, inners on on that, and I think. Sometimes you just get a dodgy one, right? Yeah. And and like if you get a good combo, there's no reason necessarily unless you're like riding through glass that you should be puncturing all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you'll you'll get unlucky, of course. But I think I've yeah. just had a real good streak of luck, to be honest. Because yeah, I've had yeah. my times of constant punctures and things like that. But yeah. uh, but I, I don't know. I've just I, been I really think the riding around here is so so good for the tyres anyway. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah that's true. Generally speaking, yeah. That's yeah. true. That's very good. Anyway, let's move on. So we're going to come on to uh, Try news and club news, try news. Um, Matt, what we got here? Well, firstly, good news. We have a cycling season underway. Not oh, for not for us, but for, for, for the, the professionals. Yeah. So we've had some racing and there's some more coming up. So um, I know we get into, you know, we, we get into the weeds with sometimes as uh, sort of cycling fanboys, so we won't go too deep into that. But um, hopefully uh, if we are allowed to travel a little bit um, sort of locally in the next couple, within the next couple of months, Lots of really good uh, classics racing around and, and one so day the classics racing. Classics are going to so. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 Uh, not the tour versions. So unfortunately, uh, all like Flanders, Amstel Gold, you know, we can't uh, we line can't up for those. Yeah. But uh, yeah, pro, ver uh, pro, mm. pro versions and definitely worth getting down to, to watch some if while you're in the area and, you know, especially as we have quite a large international contingent in the club, you know, you might not know how many years you're here for and uh, 
I mean, in Amsterdam, not in a bigger sense, how many years you're here for COVID and all that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Be careful yeah. what you say. Yeah, <laughs> definitely <laughs> worth getting down and sort of cheering. It's a, it's a cool experience. So uh, even if you're not massively into cycling, I'd still recommend getting down to a big race. Are you going to try and get to one? And if if we're allowed one, to. What one would you go for? Uh, Liège, probably. There's probably one of the closest, eh? Uh, I'm still gold will be on, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you cool. been to one before? Um, only Amstel Gold a couple of times. Have you done the Amstel Gold? I've done the tour version a few times, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. It's a great, great event. Yeah, well, it's it was, a fun yeah. event. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun to do. Although I've, I've ridden that route now so many times on my own that <laughs> course, the, yeah. sort of the, the allure of doing it, well, it's nice to be, do it supported. But going to the race and being at the... Um, that race starts out of the, the town square in Maastricht and it's, it's really cool with, you got all the buses there and all the team buses mm -hmm. and That's everything cool. pulled up and they do the, you know, they announce the team on the stage as they go in to sign yeah, on and, and all those things, you see them roll out of town. It's, very, oh, it's nice. a very yeah. cool experience just to go down. And I saw that in London for the Tour de France, I think 2007. Yeah. I'd done that. It's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, there was an Ironman CEO update now. I can add it in after. Well, we did say we were going to get some Ironman bashing. Yeah, um, let's, so I'll play I'm I've not loaded it up to play just now, but I'll add it in the, in the edit. But let's talk about that. Did you guys see this? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a bit shit, um, but I didn't say anything. And then someone did open that can of worms in the WhatsApp group. <laughs> it was just so unnecessary because it was... Just, it didn't tell you anything. It was a nothing, no. right? But there was a clue that they didn't want to actually say that gave me information from it. And they basically said that all the events in Northern Europe, I think, or the Northern, or the, the first half of the... Basically, it was clear to me that Italy that I was want to do and Mallorca, which I was you know, interested in, but couldn't get a place, was not going to happen. It made it clear to me that these races just weren't happening. Yeah. Anything in the first half of the year in Europe was was a non-starter. Although they wouldn't actually say it. He sort of threw it in as a wee throwaway comment, which I thought was really shit. That was the weird thing, though, because I have a degree of sympathy with, with them as an organisation. They're not this multi-billion pound organisation that everyone thinks. It's a few hundred people doing their best yeah, to put the, on races. The margins are probably not huge. Exactly. They're losing their entire livelihood at the moment. You know, they, they are an events company. Then kind of be more open about it. That's what I want. Just be more open. Just say, yeah, we are, we are screwed. And, yeah. I think know, they want to... I, I get a feeling they're hiding something. I think they do want to give the races a chance to happen if they can happen. And I know... You know, that's not just them. If they, I, I sort of know a little bit more about like the the race in Tembe in, in Wales and um, how much that means to the, um, is worth to the local economy as well. And it's massive. So they'll be feeling a degree of pressure from a lot of these small towns and places that mm -hmm. do hold them to have it if it can take place. It's like uh, Italy. You see like how how that extends the, the, the tourist season for them and, and what a sort of a big earner it is. Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's, they're such big events. And, uh, I mean, I, I, yeah, I feel for them too. You know, they've lost one whole season. They're staring at another season yeah. lost. Yeah. That's like... But here's the thing, to sort of play, because I maybe don't sympathise as much yeah. as you two do, and, and, and that's maybe just a bit ignorant of me, but why can they do such a poor job of it versus, say, Challenge? Because Challenge are a minuscule of the size, or I mean, uh, you know, Challenge are offering insurance policies. Yeah. Challenge have always had decent mm -hmm. insurance policies. They've been more communicative about things. They've been what I think is more open. They're giving you more choice. <clears throat> Why can they not do that? Is it just too big a beast? 
it may be or the way they're funded or or also the way that they work with um because it's not all them you know it's, it's they work with local organizers mm. as well who might be separate it's surely challenges it's a different model. the element of yeah that, no no anyway but they're, they're certainly doing communication better yeah, yeah definitely but um i mean but the weird thing is even in spite of all that and all, all the kind of like, I'll you know, understand what they're trying to do. Why come out and do a video that says nothing at all? <laughs> well, right? it, it actually gave exactly. me the answers I wanted, but I had to, I had to, I had to sort of read between, between the lines. The lines. Yeah. Yeah. But they've almost been better doing nothing at all, nah, you're right? absolutely right. Yeah, if you can't say right. anything, it's of use. And it was basically, look, we know you want to race. We don't know when you can race. And I think, Thank, he, got, thanks, I think he got absolutely destroyed <laughs> for it. Yeah. Not just on our uh, WhatsApp group, but I think he got destroyed for it. Um, it's like, I not to communicate right yeah so trainer road discussion matt well this is something christian threw over ah sorry <laughs> so trainer road discussion there uh, christian no, no, just, i'm gonna throw it back to that no, 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 this, this originated in uh, children yeah children this originated sort of a uh, discussion that you guys were having around sort of trainer road and, and something that come out in the forum right Oh, that's right. Yeah, I, I think in, in, the, in the trainer row communities, there's there's a, a big controversy. I, I think that there's some YouTuber. Yeah. Um, I, I, I guess he's a, a kind of a, a trainer. Yeah. Um, and and it, he he posted a video effectively saying that the um the style of training that the trainer road pushed through through their their system, which is what they call their sweet bots sweet training, spots, yeah, yeah. Uh, is maybe not the best way to to train. <sighs> Trainer Road, I did not want to make this video, but this has probably been one of the most requested topics since I did a review on Zwift training plans over two years ago. And at this point, I've lost count of the number of people who have contacted me saying that they've overtrained or burnt out using a Trainer Road training plan. This is something you've touched on, like yeah. your own your own opinion as well, Matt. You've yeah, a little. We've had this in other things, and I think um, it's interesting. I know quite a lot of club members use Trainer Road, and you see sort of if you look at Strava and how people log their rides and stuff, you can see that. And on the whole, I think it's an, an incredible tool. It's so well priced. It's, it's you know really really excellent at what it does. Some of the points he makes are good, but it, it goes back to I've said what I've said before is especially for base training, right? If trainer road just said, right, ride three hours easy, they can't make, there's no business model there, right? They, I know it from a coaching perspective. Sometimes you, there's a temptation to make sessions look more complicated than they are. And especially like winter, this sort of base period, it's essentially ride in zone two, ride low zone two. And you can't really pitch that and make people pay on a monthly basis for something that's mm -hmm. that simple. Mm -hmm. And so there is a lot of science around sweet spot training and, and the theory being that it's, it's aerobic, but because it's sort of at a higher level of, of, you know, it's, it's sort of further up in the zones, it, you're getting a lot of that aerobic benefit, but you're actually getting sort of more, I don't know, bang for the buck in terms of the time that you're spending there. But then the flip side of that is it, it, it's not, it's not easy. And so putting multiple days of, of sweet spot back to back, is 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 pretty you know draining and i know there's a couple of people i've spoken to at attack and they're they've told me that they're doing certain things within trainer road or they're following a plan and i'm like you know what just just add an easy month before you get onto that because there's, they, they kind of sweep up quite quickly um and then the other thing just from a really tangible kind of if, if anyone is doing it that i'd say is go for the hours one less than you want to do so they do low medium and high hour right um of whatever program you're doing, of whatever kind of thing you're following. And I'd say if you're sort of at a medium level where you, that might say, according to them, that you're riding five or six hours a week, say you're riding low, which is maybe two or three hours a week, 
use that as because it's mostly intervals and it's either VO2 or sweet spot intervals and then add your other two rides being easy zone two rides instead. So who's coming up with these plans then? Surely they've got like, I don't know, ex-athletes, professionals or, I mean, or, or not. There's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of really smart coaching, like background people there. But again, it goes back to that kind of idea of the model of like, what are you trying to sell there? No. Um, and then without getting overly geeky in this, there's also a, and they'll admit this, like they're looking in the middle of the bell curve, right? They're trying yeah, to coach exactly. the average person mm -hmm. and they're trying to do what's best for the most people at the same time. But this day and age with all the data and technology available, you should be able to tailor that with just a few additional questions, no? Well, they've started to do that now. They've started, right. they've introduced this adaptive training model, which uh, the sessions will change. But again, it, it's still based a little bit more on like, covering all zones for everybody yeah. Um, and sort of without banging on the same point, but what we've seen with doing a lot of the inside testing, like for you, Neil, and for other athletes is that some people uh, don't need all their different like systems tuned equally. In yeah. fact, some of them might be overtuned. So the idea of doing a lot of sweet spot might actually be in my case, for example, sweet spots counterproductive. Yep. Um, do it more than one every month or one every three weeks is counterproductive. Yep. It's going to make me a slower athlete. Yeah, but they're just mm. doing one size fits all. Basically. Yeah, of course, because that's what it is, right? Yeah. Although I, I heard with their adaptive training, which they haven't yeah. released yet, they are going to let you pick uh, your plans based on what your your training goals are. So, yeah. so then if, if you pick, you know, uh, a triathlon, it, it's it's going to adjust. Exactly. So you're not going to be working on your sprinting. You're yeah. going to be working on your. So that's good. I mean, it's a, it, that was a good example of communication because that was announced literally two two weeks after this uh, this YouTube. Yeah, video they must have back. been chomping at the bit. And, and with they that. basically didn't respond to that. They just said, "Hey, we have this new feature yeah. rolling out. Yeah, you know, okay. here we go." Um, I mean, it was always in in the plan, you know, because when you when you think about it, they've been sitting on so much data from. Yeah. Like yeah. thousands and thousands of users, yeah. and, yeah. and now they're, using, now they're using this data to, yeah, to sort of suggest. Yeah, they're using that. They could really dial it in in the way that sort of inside yeah. does. They might have something that's yeah, just yeah, going to yeah. click, yeah. and we're the, all like, "Wow!" Yeah, well, that's road. what it's going to do. It's going to yeah. look at your your past workouts and then suggest your next one. Yeah, yeah. I think it's very cool what they're doing. And like, listen to that podcast. It's well worth having a listen. They've mm. got a whole episode of their podcast about their adaptive training. Yeah. Okay. My only sort of criticism of that is it looks at the kind of uh, athlete that you want to be mm -hmm. without necessarily considering where you've come from. Yeah. So again, it, it, it applies that uh, if you were doing a half Ironman uh, training plan, for example, that would be loads of sweet spot because essentially a half Ironman is at sweet spot. It's about 85 to 90% of your, of your FTP, for example. Um, that's still going to make me slower. So it doesn't look at like my metabolic profile beforehand because it's not that. Um, it's not trying to do that. It's still saying that if you want to be uh, a half Ironman athlete, you don't need to be able to do 2,000 watt sprints, of yeah. course. Yeah. So it, it sort of creates the model of who you should be, but doesn't necessarily know what you were before. Yeah. Right. Okay. And one thing I would say is if you don't want to do two in a row, do some inside testing with Matt. Boom. Mm. Done. <laughs> you or can both. Get, and then you right. can adapt. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Little plug there. No, because I've found it quite useful until I um, injured myself last week. So let's uh, let's move on to the theme of the theme of the show, which is motivation. Yeah. So we thought we'd speak to you, Christian, about your quarantine experience. Now I'm going to try and get this right. I might have got it wrong, but you travelled back home to to Sydney, and mandatory quarantine right. was ten days, fourteen days, fourteen days, fourteen yeah. days yeah. in a hotel. Was it a good hotel? 
Uh, it was like it was a uh, the Novotel. I don't, I don't know. If we have uh, yeah, that no, I've done yeah. a few of them. Yeah. They're a hat yeah. or a mask. Like sometimes, yeah, like if you get same. a new one, you're like, that was really nice. Yeah. So you had the quarantine mandatory fourteen days. You had to pay for it. You took your trainer with you, obviously, because you use your trainer all months and all weathers, all parts of the year. Of course, it's like your yes. hand luggage. Yes. And you had your trainer with you, and you climbed Everest on your bike in a day. Well. Was it a day? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Right. It, was, it was a chat. It was in one session. So yep. it wasn't like, you know, you spent the 14 days and it accumulated and you climbing the height of Everest. It's yeah. a single You'd ride. It's a, a single train ride. A single ride. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think that in itself is an amazing feat. So <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of feet, how high is Everest? 31,000 feet? No. 8,900 meters. Yeah. Oh gosh. What's no. that? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, it's high. And um, you've done that in a bike in one session. How long did it take? Uh, well, I, I ended up doing 10,000 because I got to 8,900 and thought, well, yeah, might I mean, as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. Why, why what else am I going to do? <laughs> exactly. Where else you had, had 13 days <laughs> left. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got to, I got to 10 and went, mm, what's the next mile? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you done 10,000 meters. Yes. Uh, yeah, wow. Yeah. I think it was 12 hours, 13 hours, something like wow. that. Wow. I took a bit of a time. So did you prep for it? Was this something you planned when you knew you were going to have to do this quarantine? Uh, I had it vaguely in, in, in the back of my mind. Um, I was thinking maybe I would do it for the, uh, the attack the sun mm -hmm. challenge. Yeah. Um, but, but the thing with the attack the sun challenge, I'd, I'd arrived on, I think it was, when was that Saturday? Something like that. But I, I yeah, literally yeah. arrived on Thursday night. Um, and I just sort of set up my trainer. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. you know, I had sort of got, you know, I didn't have quite any much food to, to, to use. So I'd sort of, um, I did an Uber from a, like a, a convenience store and got mm -hmm. a bunch of like Snickers and Mars bars yeah, yeah. and things like that. They, they <laughs> must have been wondering what the hell you were doing. They're That's like, like me going to the next pie yeah. shop. Or yeah. they, they thought they were arriving at like a, a kid's birthday party yeah. and then you were, you were <laughs> <laughs> with his life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but um, you know, I, I definitely was not over the jet lag and um, wow. cooling is extremely important if you're oh, on a trainer yeah. and I didn't have a fan. Um, oh, wow. So I, 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 I kind of bonked that. out from it. Um, can't even remember what I did. Maybe I did six hours or something. Um, so I thought, okay, well, I'll do a, I'll do a reset. There was, you know, n the next weekend I'll, I'll, ah, I'll okay. give the Everest a crack. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you had that week to prep basically. I, I did. I had the week to prep. I had the week to, um, order a couple of fans. So mm -hmm. in, in quarantine, we, we could, you know, we could order from uh, Uber or we could order from the supermarket. And I, I saw that they you know, sold fans. Yeah, so nice. I got a couple of desk fans in. So, so how did you, so anyone preparing for this challenge mentally is a big thing, but preparing, yeah. preparing for that mentally, when you've got a bit of jet lag still kicking around and you're in mandatory quarantine, there's a pandemic going on and you're just getting the, uh, I mean, all you can see is bad news, I guess, whenever you turn the TV on and whenever you speak to anyone. My How first thought would have been like, where's pizza and Netflix? <laughs> no, I'm no, going to do a I'm virtual do Everest. Yeah. How, yeah. how did you prep mentally for that? Like what is what was going through your mind that week where you've said, right, I'm going to reset here. What's going through your mind for that week? Because in all honesty, if I know I've got a hard training session in the evening, it hangs over my head. If I'm doing yeah. it in the evening, I try to do stuff in the morning because it just hangs over my head because I know it's coming. And that's just a hard training session. Yeah. And that's me. Not everyone's the same. But how did you train mentally for that? Or it, it, it was a bit of, you know, what else can I do here? You know, mm -hmm. I, I was, um, you know, stuck in this, you know, 20 square meter room. Uh, for, for for two weeks and you know it just gave me something to I mean you didn't get a suite to look forward to like almost the no, presidential I suite <laughs> they didn't oh. know they didn't know oh, man. <laughs> this should be you arriving at quarantine 
it is I, attack I, I, I like the uh, idea of Christian arriving at Novotel in Sydney being, don't you know who I am <laughs> I'm flicking out the attack membership card <laughs> I'm actually going next week again yeah. so maybe I'll try that yeah, okay. <laughs> are you gonna have to no you're not gonna have to you will have you to quarantine. I will have to do it again so I'm gonna need he's gonna do kishu this so time. what's uh, yeah I'm open to suggestions. Oh, if only we'd known that. Uh, kept that one. We'll have one by the end of the yeah. show. <laughs> Thank you, one. I, I think uh, an Ironman bike and run, like, but you'd have to sort of run around the room. You, you can know, order a like, fan for the supermarket, ooh, yeah. but not a treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, we'll, have, we'll think of something. I'll, I'll think of something <laughs> as, the, as we continue on in the show there. But So it was basically you had nothing else to do but think about it again. You, you were... Did you feel mentally ready when time came? More or less. As, yeah, as I, you I, could be. I, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've, I've been used to doing super long rides on, mm -hmm. on trainers. It's, it's for whatever reason, something I can, I can just yeah. put my head down and, and do. Yeah. Um, is this your longest ride on a trainer? It, it is my yeah. longest ride, yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't regularly do 13 What hours. do uh, <laughs> you were doing on Zwift? Or? I was doing, doing it on Zwift, yeah. yeah. And there's, um, there's kind of this group, uh, I think it's the, the Hells 500 that, that sort of certify yes, yeah, yeah. Your, your Everesting attempt and they've got a- Do uh, they have an actual Everest profile? So you, you are- no, so Well, well you, the idea is you've you got to go up and down yeah. a, a hill, you know, until, ah, until okay, you reach, okay, okay. reach that distance. So but, I'm not a great Swifter, but what was the, is it the Alp de, Alp Alp de Zwift? Zwift. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, the Alp de Zwift, yep. Um, so yeah, they, they, they certify it and they have a virtual category. So, so you nice. can, um, you can, you can uh, submit your ride afterwards to that nice. and they have a few checks. They, they so how make, many? Did you pass the check? Well, they want to make sure, you, you know, you have your trainer set to 100% um, yeah. difficulty. Oh, okay. And your weight is uh, which was Which was a learning, right? Because my, my gears are set up for uh, like riding around here. So I basically yeah. had one gear I could use up. <laughs> so that was a bit of a grind. Just yeah, so, yeah, sorry, yeah. Matt, you were going to say how many? Uh, some... How high was the Alp de Zwift? What is it? Yeah. It's like 1,100 Not meters, sure. something like that. I so think, how many uh, times that was? Ten. Oh, nine. About, yeah, nine or ten or something. Oof. No, I don't. What was, what was the hardest point? Um, it's like, it's always, you know, whether it's Ironman or, or this, it's like that last, you know, quarter. You can see just it. just sucks, yeah. <laughs> so that's like the last you, you, you've, eat, you've eaten all the good snacks. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're a bit bored. And you, you've watched the movies you want to watch. And that's the last, uh, last yeah. three hours. Yeah. Yeah. What's, Did, sorry, what's your, like, how do you deal with that? What, what's your kind of trick in, like, is there something that you think about? Like, is it just getting it done or just achieving it? Or are you thinking about, like, I don't know, boasting about it afterwards? Or, like, what, what's, like, if anyone's interested and maybe it's just, like, for them, it's doing a sprint or an Olympic triathlon. But like, what's that thing that when when the going gets tough that you kind of turn to? Um, I, I just I just break it down a bit, right? And just um, you know, if it, if it's going up and down that hill, it's you know, just get to the top of this one, and then it's a bit of a break on the way down, and yeah. you know, just just chunk it out a bit, um, and then it seems manageable. For me, I think of Goggins, yeah. Dave Goggins, yeah. the crazy marine seal guy. I think of him. I think oh, yeah. he's he, he should just Google him. He's hardcore. Think of him and you're like, oh, this is what would Goggins nothing. do? Nothing. That's exactly what goes through my head. What, yeah. would, what would Goggins do? And he would just keep doing it because he's a fiend for pain. <laughs> but I, I always wonder with it because, like, saying that it's easy to look at someone like that and they just sort of get it done, right? And that's yeah. not that's not everyone. Like, no, I mean, I, I, think I don't think he's got any other thought in his mind. 
Yeah, you know, and I really? wish I was but like that, but I've got like three. But that's almost uh, like less brave in a way. Like it, it, mm, if you if you don't have so. to persuade yourself, if you don't have to keep going in Can that I way, be then there when you uh, tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> Goggins, you, you're such a pussy. <laughs> I was, was going to say like, and I'll run away straight away, but he's well faster than me, so like, there's, there's no there's like no sport I can do to get I, away from him faster. Yeah, than. I mean he may not be faster, but he'll catch you. Yeah, 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 yeah. he won't stop. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a good point. Um, I was, we, we, we had a, a question did you learn any lessons and clearly you didn't because you're going back and you'll probably end up doing something just as, as crazy so what would what would be a lesson learned if you were to do it again I guess supplies be more ready yeah it's perhaps, just, it's that preparation piece yeah. right and make sure it's all you know all, all the controllables are controlled Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you're set up for it. That sounds like something a compliance person would say, I have to say. That could be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very analytical. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Would you, so you're looking kind of, do well, going back again this uh, next week, and does the idea, or if you decided to do it again, for example, would that be like sort of a scary prospect, or, or would you be like, no, nah, I can do that, I can. Yeah, it's a, it's a, Good question, because just the thought of doing the quarantine again yeah. is, is a little more scary this time. Yeah, yeah. I, I know because oh, you know what it is. Yeah. Wow. If, yeah. Even though it wasn't that bad, you know, it was it was okay, right? Like yeah. I worked and I worked out and, and yeah, I yeah. just got through it. But another fourteen days, you know, and then yeah. you add it up, and then that's like that's total. That's like a month. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> in, and in there's that kind room. of like ignorance is blessed the first time, exactly. right? Isn't yeah, it? It's like kind of an adventure, right? Yeah, like wow, this is like a unique experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do it. I've had this discussion. They've just you know brought this into Scotland in the last two weeks mandatory quarantine for 10 days I, I couldn't do it I think in theory oh yeah that's fine I think I'd get to the third or fourth day and I'd say screw this I'm just take the fine whatever it is I don't even know what the fine is I, I don't I honestly don't think I've got the the aptitude but it's not even to, a fine is it like uh, it's just it's, not an option no yeah it's like it's, it's jail it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is it there's, jail? there's the military or cer- yeah, certainly in, in Australia. Uh, Australia New Zealand because yeah. I, I was at the beginning oh, yeah. of, of lockdown yep. we were sort of heading mm-hmm on the way back and and they were like, as you arrive in the country you're put on a bus and taken yep. to the hotel That's there is no yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you don't want to get me started on this <laughs> but good for you um yeah it's it's a, it's an amazing achievement but we need to think of something like what so if anyone um when you, if anyone's thinking about doing a virtual everesting you know if this lockdown carries on or the wor- <laughs> the weather gets worse like top 3 tips for for like having been there and done it uh, I, I mean, I, I, th- I think you want to have done some of the training, so so know what a, a nice long ride on, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. on, a, on a trainer looks like. Don't let this be your first time on a trainer. Pro- probably yeah. not, right? Yeah. Couch yeah. to Everest. <laughs> <laughs> and 10 hours. Yeah. If, if your longest ride's been an hour on a trainer, then you need the calluses in your yeah. butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that. that's uh, one of the... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you change uh, bib shorts? I did, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I'd, I'd want two or three pairs of yeah, bib shorts. Yeah, three pairs I went through, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, so yeah, d- definitely that, uh, the supplies and the cooling ha- have that all sorted. Um, and, and if you're doing it on a train, yeah, have the entertainment. You know, have yeah. What did you watch? Of, well, how many seasons um, of uh, House of Cards <laughs> did you smash? Or? I was going to say like you could do some serious damage to, uh, like a good, a what good was season, your like yeah, season what, of the wire or something. Or two was it, seasons, was so. it Netflix or was it podcasts or was it, you know, did you need to alternate? Else? Yeah. It was a bit of both. Yeah, I sort of watched a bit of Ozark and then I got mm, sick of that and then mm. to podcasts and then then also catching up because I was in Australia on like, uh, you know, the, 
Australian series and, and movies. You'd, kind and of, like that, you, so. you'd get a lot of comfort from that in itself, yeah, I imagine, absolutely. just TV. Like, I would get comfort yeah. just from UK adverts or something, commercials, yeah, you know, yeah, just the nice, smallest yeah. things. And, yeah. and the food that you ordered would be what you, you would know exactly what to get, you know, in the supermarket. Good yeah, choice. Kind of thing. Well, absolutely. Well. We got, we got the, uh, the, the quarantine food as well that came, you know. Oh, so the that slops. Was, yeah, we, it was slops, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, because I'm, I'm vegetarian, so, right. you know, basically their idea of that was, well, you have, have some pasta or, you know, have, have some broccoli. noodles. He's a broccoli. Some, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's all pretty samey, uh, which, is, which is perfect for Everesting, you know, Did just you carbs. So it's physically <laughs> leave the room in that 14 days? No. Uh, and there's no windows either, so no windows. Well, there's windows, but you can't open them. Sorry, of yeah. course, when you're up high, yeah, because yeah, I would probably just jump out. Like I'd be like, fuck out. <laughs> How many people have like had that thought after like day eleven? <laughs> nah, I just don't think I've got the. Honestly, don't think I've got the mental capacity to go through with this. I, I just, I don't think I it's strange, it. yeah, because they won't. Uh, you know, obviously, they're not going to come in and clean your room or anything like that. So and, you've, and you pay for this privilege as well. well you pay I, for- I was one of the last who didn't have to pay, ah, yeah, but I'll right. be paying next it, week. Seventeen hundred and fifty pounds in Scotland. If you want yeah. to do this, yeah, so you just dollars. you just leave your like laundry outside or your yeah. used plates or yeah. If if you want new sheets, you you leave them outside. <laughs> so they don't give you plates because that becomes a contamination. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I'd be like, I, I was doing strangely. I, I I did like uh you know uh, shops from from Woolworths, the supermarket there, and I'd buy cleaning supplies. You know, right. and then it becomes part of the day. Is, you know, yeah, cleaning you up need, the house. Yeah, you're like be, you, need, cool. <laughs> you do need these kind of routines to keep you. But I. I just, man, I don't know. Julian Assange has probably got some good tips on this. Oh, okay. So um, how about, like, sort of uh, broadening the discussion out from from, uh, this crazy effort? (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, it's been been a pretty crap 12 months. Mm -hmm. Uh, We haven't all been locked in there. In the hotel room for twelve months, but um, I don't know. When you live with my family, it feels like uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel like I live in a five square meter apartment. Well, you I feel like I'm on holiday coming to the office. You've, here. you've chosen the worst <laughs> time possible to do renovations as well, oh, right? Of course, <laughs> yeah, totally. The house is a tip. So uh, no, but how, how have you guys found it? Like, sort of the lack of racing, the the lack of group training sessions, all those things. How's that? I think I'm. Uh, yeah, maybe a slightly different. Like I, I really crave social interaction. I crave doing stuff together. All my friends are out running together in Scotland, so they're taking you know lockdown as an opportunity to get fitter and things, and that makes me a bit jealous. Like I, I, I miss being able to be with someone to train. It's, it's a general thing actually being here and doing triathlon. You don't often you know train together like you would when I used to do road cycling or something so generally I miss that and this kind of makes it worse but I'm able to get some rides in I'm a lot happier if I can get out riding with someone just Mm -hmm. like I've been out with Brian a few times and uh, running as well but when he's in the tubes properly mended when he's got one of his punctures repaired uh, in the tubes (laughs) no but it's it's been quite tough for me actually um just mentally but I, I think I bring that on myself because I just get so annoyed by it I just want to be around uh other people doing stuff one thing that I do get motivation from, I think, is having the coaching. So having a, mm-hmm. a coach to do my plan. Obviously, we talked about the inside testing I've done. That was really good to then tweak my plan. I noticed my plan is very different, has been quite tough, but it's kept me going because there are longer sessions on the trainer, which yeah. I, I wouldn't usually do. And so that's kind of gave me the motivation. And knowing, and again, nobody knows, but as far as I'm concerned, I know I'm going to race in August. Um, knowing that as well, that's kind of kept me going a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's, it's sort of uh, caused me to check into why I train. Um, yeah. That's good. And, uh, you know, I, I, for me, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's an addiction that mm-hmm. I, I yeah, form, yeah. I've formed over time. You know, I, when, when I was a, 
you know, in high school, you know, I, you know, I had, uh, the, I had the braces, the glasses, I yeah. had the puppy fat, yeah. that sort of thing. And, and I got into it. If when anyone when has like, a picture of that, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just, I should have said that, that they, they exist. If they exist. anyone listening to this has that photograph, Please. send it to us. There will be a reward. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so I got into trading, you know, 16, 17, um, and, and went from there. And, and you know, you know, it, it had it had the desired effect. Um, yeah, yeah. But then, you know, you, you get mentally, you know, yeah. attached to it, right? So you, you form you that sort of relationship. When you can't train. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I, get, yeah. I get a bit like that. Yeah. If I'm following a plan and, you know, something at home happens yeah. or something, I get irritable. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I'm maybe not as motivated as you or have different motivations. Um, yeah. But yeah, I get really quite irritable if I can't do yeah. it. I'm always looking for the, the, the next hit, right? So if yeah. I know my, yeah. my routine's going to be changing, yeah. like like going to quarantine, you know, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I pack the trainer, I pack the bike, yeah. I, I yeah. got that over there, you know, so... Yeah. You know, and and for me over time, it's been really trying to figure out. You know, is that, is that relationship healthy? Yeah, I've actually had mm, these discussions yeah. um, with a therapist who yeah. has said, that, you know, his his opinion was addiction is addiction, mm-hmm. but he'd rather positive addiction than negative addiction, and yeah. that he'd rather someone was you know addicted to a sport as long as you can sort of control. It. I know we're getting quite deep here, but as long as it's it's not the reason in itself. Um, Rather than you know drug addict or something, so it's it's a very interesting topic. Maybe yeah. one to discuss because yeah. I've discussed and, and, that a and lot. The balance you have in your life, because I I think you know a yeah. lot of people can hide away in it, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's easy to to crawl yeah, into yeah. your trainer room for so, three hours. And, so addiction. Uh, I mean, I'm not a therapist, yeah. but I've had a lot of discussions about it with people. Is that addiction can often be avoiding something else, and exactly. that's where yeah. you yeah. know it becomes. Yeah, anyway, yeah, we're getting yeah. quite deep here, but that's oh. where it can be very interesting because you could be doing something to avoid something yeah. else, yes. and that's where you have to keep for sure. It went it went there. For me, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think as well, it, so my kind of test on this is always that like, I'll, I'll be the same. Like if we go in somewhere or do something like, okay, how do I fit my training in? How do yes. I fit? That's yeah. fine. But, but the family stuff doesn't give exactly. yeah. ever. Yeah. Like yeah. that has to happen. Yeah. If I can find a way to like, if I ride to my in-laws house, yeah. great, yeah. you know, and then we like two birds with one stone kind of thing. You and do then, that quite a lot. Now your yeah. in-laws are not around the corner, right? That's 160 odd kilometers. No, 120 right? or something. 120. Yeah, yeah. But like, I'll make a long ride and But you're I'll, not knackered when you get there and the kids no. want to play and you're just like, <laughs> no, that's, that's great because you're at the in-laws so they can play oh, with the course. kids. Yeah, so yeah, I just get to bed and eat. <laughs> my mother-in-law cooks point. me some nice food. and yeah. uh, no, That's a I very good like, way of planning it. If yeah. you can build things around or even yes. if I'm going away for the weekend or like, you know, my wife and I get away for a night or two, like without the kids or something, I might think, okay, I'll, well, firstly, that'll be my sort of downtime a little bit, but I'll might get up and run early in the morning mm. or something like that. And then you've got the rest of the day free. So I think- yeah. Yeah, shouldn't feel good. guilty about having a healthy lifestyle either, right? That no. that, that in, a, in and of itself is a good thing. It's, it's when It's when that balance, or sorry, that lifestyle defines you and everything mm-hmm. about you and, and you start to use that as the anchor that everything else comes off yes. instead really of like point, yeah. that fitting in around other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, it goes back to the, the, the why you're doing it. So if, yeah, if, yeah, you, yeah. if you're doing it to avoid something, you know, recognizing that and dealing with that, so it's a big thing. <laughs> That's yeah. a hard thing for a lot of people to do is to recognize that can be quite a yeah. tough thing to do as well. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Or, or you might have a target of, of a race there, mm-hmm. you know, like a big, big Ironman. But, yeah. but you know, you, you see these people that they've got it six months out and, you know, they're they're every social interaction they're, they're passing on, you know, because so they know they got people. to, you know, and it's like, well, 
you know, you're getting, you're getting paid to do this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, I, I admire the, the, the dedication to do it. And, uh, you know, I guess if, if, if you have a specific goal, go for it, but then you, you might want to check in after that and say, yeah. well, am I going to repeat this again? It's funny. It's, and, it's again. And, the, then, and then what toll does it take on, on my yeah, life? Yeah. It's one of the things that kind of yeah. stopped my partying lifestyle, shall we say. I mean, it wasn't a big party, but I would always go out and have a drink and get drunk and things like that. You know, it was just, it's just what I've done. Yeah. It's what you do in the UK, right? And I was still doing it up until four. I would say the only time I seriously switched and stopped that was the Ironman. And that was one of the reasons I picked my Ironman to sort of the, the side effects of doing the Ironman were going to benefit me. It was not drinking, mm -hmm. was not doing this. was not, And it okay. I, actually worked. Yeah. Like yeah, I didn't sure. want to go out with my friends and get drunk because I had to train in the morning. Mm -hmm. But when I was doing sprint triathlons, I was like, well... You know, I can, I can get I can, through that. I can, I can knock out a 5K yeah, run yeah, yeah, at 12 yeah. in the afternoon, but the, the half yeah. really changed me. Yeah. And actually from that point on, I don't really drink now. I mean, I'll have a drink, but yeah. last time I drank was the live uh, pod we'd done and the time yeah. before that was six months. You know, it really changed me. Um, and I don't miss it, which is the most important. I was never a big, I mean, I sound like some sort of alcoholic. I never yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. I never was. But Wasn't I did this like have, Damas yeah. Damask but moment. But you're still seeing your friends and you're still, oh, yeah, still, still seeing friends all, all and I uh, still yeah, like yeah, with them. I mean, and, that's and, the key thing. Right? And if I do have a, obviously none of us are doing it now, but if I do have a, a, a weekend away or a night out or something, I'll find a way to either fit the training in before yeah. or around it. So I remember having to do a, a having to do a stag do. <laughs> I remember having to do a going to a bachelor party in in Krakow last year, and I was training from a half. I was training from ultra, I think. And I remember getting up at five thirty in the morning and doing a run, and it was snowing here, and doing like a ten k run at half five in the morning. Just so I could have that weekend yeah. of debauchery. Um, yeah. Before I would be like, I'll have the weekend of debauchery and the run will just not happen. Mm -hmm. You know, that was a big change for me. And I, it's in a very good memory being out running in the, the fresh snow and all this kind of yeah. stuff. So you can do it. And my motivations were changed. But mm -hmm. anyway, I, I, enough on that. But um, And how has it been like um, with that sort of uncertainty about racing? Because I've spoken to a few, like, there's definitely a few people I coach who, who've had those sort of... I find it harder to get out when racing isn't happening or when I don't know if a race is happening. I think that must will also come down to the why, right? Because yep. the why mm -hmm. for me is healthy lifestyle, lose weight, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Get away from that mindset of doing bad stuff to my, to my body by drinking and partying. Yeah. So for me, that's very easy. The, the race is not the end in itself, if that makes yeah. sense. But maybe for some people, some people as I don't know, if, if, if racing is your thing, I could see that having a big impact. Because yeah. then there's no goal, right? Yeah. yeah. I think it also sort of depends maybe how long you've been training and, and sort of had this sort of newer lifestyle. Because yeah. once you've got a few years and it becomes that uh, part of the lifestyle, sorry, yeah. then it's sort of uh, is less impactful. Like, yeah. I really like it. Like, yeah. I also, if you're competitive. I really like swimming and biking and running. Like, also, if you're competitive. So well, for I, me, I I'm not competitive. So it's, <laughs> it's uh, if you're, maybe if you're competing at a higher level, then the race brings a lot yeah. more to you as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think over if, if I never raced, it would start to impact because I, mm. I do enjoy that kind of that, that little pinnacle of like, yeah. this is the fittest I'm going to be or, mm. or like peaking for a moment and seeing where you're at and testing as much yourself against yourself. Right. Like that, that's the goal um, of that race. Not, not necessarily to, to reach a certain point or to podium or anything like that for most of us. But um, so if it was years and years, but I just, I really like being out on my bike. I really yeah, like running. Yeah, like yeah. I, that's the thing for me. Whereas I think maybe if you're in the first year and you've got that, I kind of want to 
I want to tick that box. I want to do a triathlon or I want to do a marathon or something. Then I can understand that having that goal, that kind of North star almost is important. I mean, for me, it was, it was kind of an opportunity, right? Like I don't train to race, you know, I've always, always trained and, and the, to your point that the, the racing has been kind of the cherry on the top, you know, it's been yeah. like that fun pinnacle piece. Um, so it's just opportunity to, to try something new, right. To, to build some different adaptations. Yeah. You know, I, I got more into cycling and I, I got onto the Zwift and did races there and uh, got into uh, cyclocross biking, on yeah. single track and, and learned some sort of new skills yeah. there. Cool. So, so that was fun. It kept me training. Um, you know, I haven't swum, uh, much, yeah. but I don't, I don't miss the faffing about to get to the pool and, and, and that sort of thing. So it's been kind of nice with my schedule. Yeah. Uh, but when training, when racing comes back, then I'll have the motivation to get back into the, the yeah. swimming. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's another thing that you don't have to do everything all the time. Yeah. Right. And I think I, I like, there was a point two or three years ago, cause I've been probably doing triathlon like nine or 10 years total now. And a, there was a point where I was like, I'm way too into this. <laughs> and I just sort of like, start, I took every device off completely so i was just riding for fun and going out when i was riding and i didn't look at what i was doing i was just joining group rides or right. you know just just diving into what i wanted to do yeah and didn't swim for like six months and it just nothing's forever in in that sense so but i, I kept fit and kept active but i just needed to sort of reset yeah some of like find that relationship again, right? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but also just to uh maybe it's like, I, I like that thing and like if you are struggling with motivation at the moment, maybe it's a chance to try something new. So, mm-hmm. so you know, put some wider tires on your bikes and go gravel, or go out on gravel. Or oh, don't say that. Like the number of times I look at the Canyon website and see all these bikes, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, I don't need a gravel bike. I because I've spoke about it before. I used to do mountain biking and I miss it and I love it. And I see all the, you know people putting their photos up doing gravel rides, and I'm just like, oh man, yeah. and the bikes look stunning. It's, it's nice, but like you know, or, or sort of. Uh, like drive out, cycle or whatever, like to the dunes or to, mm. to Lachafusha and do some uh, trail runs or something like yeah. change the impetus because you don't necessarily have that sort of need to be like faster, you know, yeah, like you don't have that one thing to yeah, go for yeah. now. So go and, go and change the scenery a little bit, go and change the impetus a bit. And maybe that's a good way. And often if you're really enjoying it, you get fitter anyway, right? Yeah. Like yeah. by doing that. So. Absolutely. I, I mean, from a, from a cycling perspective, you know, I, I, I really started cycling in triathlon, which is more or less just point and shoot, right? It's, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's steady. Just cycling, right? Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're technically cycling. Um, but so, so I, I bought this cyclocross bike and, and, and gave that a go. And wow, you get schooled in how to ride a bike pretty quickly. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I fell over just about every time I, I rode. Um, but, but like, the fun you have when you start to, you know, get the hang of it yeah, and, yeah. And, and get through it. Uh, it's, it's, it's great. You know, it's so a very it's, different kind yeah, of, yeah. Uh, kind of adrenaline. But I think one of the main lessons, then we'll move on is that no matter how you're feeling, there's someone else in the club is feeling the exact same. <laughs> Cause I think we're all sort of uh, having the same struggles yeah, yeah. And, and wanting to do things. So, and I think even if you do have like a rate, you know, even if that is you, you've got that race and you really need that, then look for, look for short term things. So maybe yeah. it's like, I'm working on my running. I want to get down to a under five minute kilometer for 10K or it's like, I want to, I don't know. Yeah. I've just bought a cyclocross, but I want to get around that course, you know, without falling mm-hmm. over or yep. like find something and, and do something new. This could be a good segue into the, into the next part, Matt. And your training plan. <laughs> Still not had any jingle submissions. So on that, I think let's talk about where um, where we are in terms of where we should be in terms yep. of our training. Now, obviously, it depends what you're doing and what you're training for. And we've just spoke about that, but we are where where if some 
someone racing um, July. Yeah, where, typical season. Yeah, where should they be? So we're March now, so um, looking at the focus, and I'd say sort of from a swim perspective, if you are swimming, firstly just get down the pool. Christian, get down the pool. Yeah. <laughs> I call it walking the mile when you go to Miranda Bad, yeah. especially when it's dark and it's raining and it's cold. But, but there's you no excuse now because the there's, uh, there's enough pools open. You yeah. can get tickets now. It's That's doable. I mean, that, that is one of the benefits of, uh, you know, the new new way of working is that like, I, I never have to, you know, go for a swim at six in the morning now. You know, I, yeah. I can build it in yeah. at, at 11 o'clock if I have a break. A normal That's time. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so swim, eh? But uh, I'd be looking at still keeping it pretty much endurance or even building sort of just some long swims, but adding some some short sprints in there basically. So you might be doing like 200 to the 25 sprint in between or, or do you even doing some like, I don't know, five sets of 200 and then finishing with 1025s or something. So so nothing too complex there. From a ride side, this is the in, in di- uh, ideal time, sorry, to work on some strength endurance. So having just, absolutely bash sweet spot training over from train road <laughs> that's actually really assuming you're looking at kind of triathlon type type of uh, events this summer then something like sweet spot or also quite low gear work so that means putting your bike into a much bigger gear than you would usually use uh, now, i always get this i just want to make this clear yeah. for people bigger gear is harder harder make it's it actually harder physically the little small cog on your bike Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so making it harder. So you might be pushing at sort of sixty or seventy RPM instead of ninety. Yeah. So it's, it essentially becomes more of a, a strength exercise. So that yeah. It becomes more muscular than, than yeah. cardiovascular. So sessions including that, and then from a run, I mean, it's probably time to start bringing some intervals in. So I wouldn't be going straight into the like super hard sprints right now, but I'd, you know, a couple of runs a week, maybe having some strides in there, starting to have uh, you know thirty. 30 seconds to one minute and speed, you know, it's a relative thing for triathlon. So maybe it's just 30 seconds to a minute hard rather than max sprint effort, because that's still going to be faster than you do most of your events, but you know, keep it controlled. But that's kind of more or less where, where we're at at the moment in case we do race. I don't know what, I, if I, in the last podcast, if I said I was listening to Constitutional, all about the American Constitution, yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, that means I don't have anything else. <laughs> I have no book. I'm still reading Obama's book, and um, I've nothing new to say there. So, Christian, what are you reading or listening to at the moment? Oh, reading. Um, it's, it's, it's a bit of a nerdy one. Uh, it's um, uh, Political Order and Political Decay by Francis Young. Oh, okay. So basically, on it's a political science sort of book, but really accessible if you're interested in that in, in, in that yeah. sort of stuff. It, it's, it's probably it's quite topical at the moment. It, it, it is, right? Yeah, because it sort of looks at, you know, why, why, why systems work, why they fail. And, I'm having uh, a lot of discussions you, you can, with you, friends you about how polarised the yeah. US is. So. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of, yeah, so it's, it's, if you're interested in that, yeah. Um, Any podcasts? Podcasts. Um, you know, what I really like is um, that the, the other other podcasts, um, you know, where it's a comedian usually interviewing people. Mm-hmm. So like Mark Maron, uh, uh, Pete Holmes, uh, there's an Australian one, uh, Will Anderson. And, uh, you know, I, lo- I love those longer form interviews with, mm-hmm. with all sorts of people because they, they, they just get to more of a human Do you like Jim Jeffries? I don't know if he does I, a podcast, I, I, but as he a does do, He does do one. I've started listening to it. Oh, really? Yeah, he does yeah. a podcast? Oh, he has one. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, a big fan of Jim we, We've seen him two or three times. Oh, have you? Uh, like, I swear the first time because it was sort of, pre me too and he he's sort of has put his hands up and said look i think some of the stuff i said was 
a bit out there. But I, I swear, first I saw them in Am- uh, we, my wife and I saw them in Amsterdam. There, there were two fights in the audience. <laughs> uh, one about Zwarte Pete, and I can't remember, oh, another about uh, US politics and people literally kicking off on each other. I can't imagine oh. like uh, um, Dutchies having a fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I better not repeat stuff here. Oh, okay, <laughs> but, uh, okay. but like he, he would, like, you know that point where you're like, please stop making me laugh because I love Jim Jeffries. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. too much, it's, it's too fantastic. much. Yeah. And I, what you didn't know they listened to, Matt? So listening to, um, there's a BBC podcast called You're Dead to Me. And it's basically, they have a comedian and a historian visit a historical topic. For, and it's basically easy history. And oh, there's that, someone that didn't that really know a lot about certain parts of history. So the last one was about uh, James the First of Scotland. No, James I of England, James the something of Scotland. I should uh, yeah, 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 but exactly that. And and so they've got the historian who sort of like tells you the story, and the, a presenter who's also a historian, and the comedian in there for a little bit of like light relief there. And do it's you, it's good fun. Do you get that on uh, BBC Sounds? App? I just got on a normal. In the car. Yeah, so I do it on uh, just. A, but you can get it on Sounds. Yeah, sweet. I'm going to check that out. And then yeah. from a reading side, I like uh, do you know Adam Grant, the organisational psychologist, mm-hmm. uh, and he's got a new book out called Think Again about sort of how we can revisit things that we thought we already knew. Um, That'd be interesting. Really yes. interesting. Right. He's got a great podcast as well. As well uh, mm-hmm. That's uh, definitely worse. He, he does a lot of, uh, I think it's work life, I think is his, his podcast. You're going to have but, to link all these in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I will. Everything you mentioned. I'm going to be sending line. a text around anyway. Say, what, what did he ever talk about? <laughs> okay. But, yeah. On that. Um, remember everyone give us your feedback and remember to subscribe rate and review and until then um, Christian's going into quarantine and me and Matt will be back next month so how how long do people have to give the suggestions for what you should do whilst in quarantine I'm I'm flying out Friday oh no Friday uh, Wednesday next week um, what's so the time podcast will come out at the weekend yeah it could be yeah. get your suggestions in the WhatsApp I get on the plane but uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> get your suggestions and you're going to be in there for a couple of weeks so so you've got basically yeah so you've got two weeks from like the two first weeks. two weeks of March yeah, yeah. subscribe rate and review Attack the Pod wherever you listen to podcasts find show notes and links on attack-club.nl and leave comments questions and suggestions on Instagram at attack.club happy training and racing